The Word in the World. You're listening to The Word in the World podcast, a resource to help make the world around you make sense. Let's zone in and share with each other our knowledge, encouragement, wisdom, and understanding. This is The Word in the World. Welcome back to The Word in the World podcast, where we bring you topics talking truth. Everything from the news to the New Testament. Welcome back, guys. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. Thank you for coming back. Yes. Appreciate it. For real. Like, yeah, for real. <laughs> like, for real. Like, seriously. <laughs> now, we really do appreciate the listeners, man. For real. So, this episode is the first of mm. a series that we're going to do. Yeah. It's not going to be like our other series, like back to back, but it'll yeah. be kind of i don't want to say sporadically released when we're led to do it yeah when it's just when, when it's time for it when it's time yep yeah so this one is about spiritual coverings yeah well let's back up i guess a little bit oh, right because yeah. the series is called a word of caution and the whole idea i guess behind it is mm. to kind of um illustrate some of the uh false teachings and false doctrines uh that may be present in the modern day church yes so yeah that's One, like the overarching purpose and theme like there are warnings about false doctrines in the bible yeah and when these warnings were given we kind of have to understand that they were not given to people outside the church. Right. You know, they were given to people inside the church. Like right. we have to understand that doctrines are going to be presented to the church that are not true. Right. That means something. That means that we have to be on guard for these things. Right. We have to be like really grounded in the truth as best we possibly can so that we are not caught off guard with these things. Or I guess like, led astray yeah by things that are not true for sure and another thing about these false doctrines and you'll see as we talk about each and every one of them each one of them further separates you from god yeah and if you look at what the word says about false doctrines just in general it says that these false doctrines will be presented by seducing spirits Hmm. and they would be the doctrines of demons wow right so now you can see how it is that their end goal or end result rather yeah would be this further separation between the believer in christ right and the interesting thing about them is like they may seem like they're the right things mm-hmm. like they're yeah. they're not remember like the enemy wants to pervert mm-hmm. you know and lie right so it may seem as though because, you know, there is some kind of scriptural basis or it may be presented very soundly and with charisma, mm-hmm. uh, with authority, seeming, you know, what seems to be authority. But it, when you, you know, start to understand it and when you start to see the fruit of the teaching, it won't be, you know, godly fruit. It won't be spirit fruit. It'll be damaging fruit. Yeah. It's what Christ calls like the doctrines of men when he's talking to like the Pharisees and, and Sadducees and stuff like that. And this is like when you look at scripture and we're going to get into it, but mm-hmm. this is like Phariseeism. <laughs> I like, like that. that. Yeah. That's new. It's like Phariseeism. Phariseeism. Yeah. Uh, another thing is that like we we are not intending to like condemn people. 
with these uh with this series and what we're talking about like we understand like nobody is perfect right you know you're not right. going to get any pastor teacher prophet apostle who is you know perfect in his ways mm-hmm. or you know anything else about him for that matter but right. like uh we are trying to confront the teaching the itself teaching. yeah you know right now i was talking to marcus earlier like god was putting it on me to like understand that like we should despise unbelief mm-hmm. but not the unbeliever because right. the unbeliever can you know ultimately become a believer we've all been unbelievers yeah but unbelief that spiritual uh demonic mm-hmm. uh you know thing yeah i don't know what else to call it but right. unbelief is demonic yeah and that in itself unbelief can never be belief in its very nature it's just unbelief so mm. we can despise that and we are just saying right now that we are speaking against the doctrine right. not the people who are teaching it yes no we got to understand that these people who may be teaching these things were probably taught these things yes yeah. right and then just haven't come into that understanding just yet yeah like we're all we're all on the path we're yeah. all you know walking this walk we're all yeah. coming into a greater understanding constantly yeah. you know a, a deeper revelation of who god is so don't hold this against any person yeah you know and it's like the legalism yeah that may be present and may be described in some of these things we're talking about like we all fall victim to it or mm-hmm. can fall victim to it if mm-hmm. you happen but it's you you're likely that you have fallen victim to it in some way or another yeah so yeah we all have so I guess one one thing to start off is like why, and we've been talking about it, but why is it important to discuss like these false doctrines? We mentioned earlier Paul. I think this is the book of Timothy. Yeah, First Timothy in chapter four. Yeah, he talks about how like in the latter times, right, like in mm. the last days, that uh, people would depart from the faith. Hmm. They would depart from the faith and they would give heed, meaning that they would like listen or fall under. You know, the teaching of seducing spirits and the doctrines of demons. Wow. So we definitely don't want that happening because, <laughs> like we said earlier, like it leads to this separation between you and God ultimately. Uh, and uh, then you mentioned the scripture earlier about how great this separation can be. Yeah. Yeah. What was that scripture? That's uh, Matthew 23 and 13. Mm. Uh, where Jesus is talking to the Pharisees and he's like, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. You shut up the kingdom of heaven against men for you neither go in yourselves, nor do you allow those who are entering to go in. And it's like, as you'll see, Mm. he was upset with them because they were making all they were, they were making rules and law be above what he actually wanted them to do. And they were trying to equate following the rules and the yeah. laws to, you know, following God and right. and stuff like that. And, you know, the scripture that where he's telling them, like, you know, you put a weight on the people and this burden mm-hmm. on the people of all of these laws, but you don't even follow them yourselves. Yeah. And back then, because of the Mosaic law, like mm-hmm. he was like, because the Pharisees are, you know, your appointed leaders, like the teachers of the law, mm-hmm. you must listen to them. But he was like, don't follow their example, though, like because mm. they don't even do half the stuff that they're telling y'all to do. Wow. Yeah. Dang. But it's so serious that he's like, but you're not going to make it into the kingdom. Yeah. Like, that's that's the issue. Yeah. Wow. 
because you think I want you to follow these set of rules mm-hmm. and, and stuff. And But when I heal somebody in front of you, you talking to me about the Sabbath yeah. and not concerned with the person actually being healed and their well-being and, you know, Jesus. all of these things like that. So it's like they were so concerned with, like, the law itself, yeah. right? And I remember we talked about this in the Tithing episode, too. It's like he was talking to the Pharisees, and he was saying, like, you guys are so concerned with, like, you tithe on everything. Yeah. You tithe on every single thing. He said mint and. Yeah, mint <laughs> and, you know. All kind of leaves and <laughs> flowers. <laughs> everything. <laughs> but you missed the whole point yeah. that the law is about mercy and love. Yeah. You know, so yeah. let's not miss the point, right? And mm. so, like, they were perverting you know like what the law was really about yeah you know and wow uh, paul talks about how they you know the same type of people mm. perverted the gospel wow so he says in galatians chapter 1 verses 6 through 9 i marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of christ to a different gospel which is not another but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven wow. preach any other gospel to you, then what we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you, then what you have received, let him be accursed. And so that's like, think about Sheesh. how serious this stuff is because our leaders mm. who may be teaching us things yeah. that are not the gospel yeah they may be in trouble yeah like this says that man would be accursed yeah right so gotta pray for them we gotta pray for our leaders that they are constantly seeking understanding that they are mm. not just implementing what was passed down to them wow but they have an understanding of the things that they promote and mm. implement and carry out yeah. in the church itself because these things are these things are dangerous yeah. not only to us the the flock the sheep but even the shepherd yep. himself you we know i pray for them to like be courageous too yeah and, and and ask god to strip away their fear mm-hmm. because like you know god is a god of new things right he says behold i do a new thing you right. know i make streams through the desert and pathways through the wilderness and yeah. it's like if you have been conditioned for so long to do something mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden like you know a new maybe the spirit is even telling you to do a new thing right and you're resisting it or or you're getting counseled to do a new thing and you're resisting it yeah and you know you don't want to change your ways you let's let's pray for them to just come to that understanding that god is the same god right but he does new things right it is okay to change what you've been accustomed to mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. get in line with what he's trying to get, yeah. get you to understand yeah it requires a humility yeah it requires like you said a courageousness yeah it requires a honesty mm. you know it requires i mean these are all these are all godly things yeah you know what i'm saying but it just requires that person to submit mm more so to the to the holy spirit and what god desires versus like anything that's been taught to them by anybody yeah you got to be willing to just put yourself out there and be like look i'm sorry Mm. i apologize i'm coming into this understanding yeah you know it won't carry forth after this you know i'm it's done it's over let's move forward 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's that simple. But yeah, that's a very hard thing for somebody to do. Yeah. That's why prayer is required. Yeah. You know, we got to pray that God moves the hearts of people in these higher positions who may be teaching some of these things yeah. to just do what they have to do. The word says that Satan blinds the eyes of, of the world. Like, yeah. that's what he's trying to do. And we're not, he's trying harder to do it to believers. Yeah. Because he wants us to, you know, be, what does the word say? Like, swayed every every way with all kind of doctrine. Yeah. You know, like, yep. he wants us to just be out blown here confused, blowing in the wind. <laughs> yeah. Right. And not coming to the fullness of the truth. Mm. Like, the fullness of the truth. And why? Why is that, though? Why does he not want you to? Like, why does he not want you to come into the fullness of the truth? Mm. Because as you get closer to the truth mm-hmm. and you start understanding, like, how much power... And authority you have that's mm-hmm. been granted to you by Jesus himself, you yes. know, Satan knows he's in trouble yep. then. You know what I'm saying? Wow. So you'll see also with like a lot of these false doctrines and false teachings, like especially the one we're going to talk about, like on this episode, mm-hmm. that it takes from your power. Mm. It takes from your authority. It chips away at what you believe about yourself. Yes. You know, like it puts you in a position of fear. Yep. It subjects you to vulnerabilities that don't even exist. You may even question your salvation because of yes. some of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, yep. wow. Wow. That may is not greater even, than anything. You may wonder if you're saved or not. Yeah. Because you're not doing a certain thing. Anymore. Right. Yeah. Because ah. you did a certain thing or... Wow. All right. All right. Let's, so let's, the, get into let's, it, let's pray for them, y'all. Let's Jesus. pray for them. Yeah. Let's pray for us. Let's pray for us all. So what we what we talking about today, man? All mm. right. All right. I mean, what is the covering doctrine? Yeah. If we haven't heard of it before, I hadn't heard of it until I heard of it, you know? Yeah. And there is this doctrine in the church called the covering doctrine. We found out that it has another name. It's like the shepherding. Shepherding movement. Shepherding movement. Something uh, you could Google, you know. Right, yeah. You can yeah. look this thing up. So basically, the idea is that a, you have a spiritual covering who mm-hmm. is like a person, right? And they're like this. It's a authoritarian, like false teaching that's used by certain leaders to like establish authority and submission, right, mm-hmm. from their people. And it was started in the, like 1970, uh, and there were like four to six like prominent, charismatic leaders who started this thing. Like it's a it's a doctrine of men. It just popped up uh, because they thought that it was the right thing to do. But it's not something biblical, right? And then it, mm. they later went on to, you know, get revelation of this, that what they were doing was wrong. They abandoned it and they repented of it. You know, they made like public statements and mm. they were saying like, you know, it's not biblical. And they realized that like there were abuses that occurred as a result of what they were teaching, this covering or shepherding yeah. movement that they were teaching people. The doctrine basically teaches that your leader or your pastor, your prophet, your apostle that they are a human spiritual covering over your life or your personal affairs. If you are not under their spiritual covering, mm-hmm. then you are not protected from like spiritual curses or problems in life. So basically it means that a believer submits to the authority of a leader 
And it's like under the lie that their own spiritual purpose will not be fulfilled unless they're under that leader's authority, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And that leader is usually, of course, like an elder, a pastor, or an older, more mature Christian. And the idea that like your spiritual life or purpose has to be validated by another human isn't a biblical concept. So like this whole idea of a covering, it implies that there's like a layer existing between you and God uh, when the entire purpose of Christ dying on the cross is for him to be that, to remove sin and to be that Mm -hmm. mediator between you and God and the sacrifice and all those things that only he could do, not a man. Exactly. (laughs) So what are some of the scriptural arguments that we see for this? So we see First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 and 13. It says, we ask you, brothers, to respect those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love because of their work mm. and be at peace among yourselves. And then you also have First Peter chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. I'm only going to read the first couple, but it says, likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility towards one another, for God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Yeah. So you kind of can see how those verses can get, like, pulled and mangled to be out of context. Yeah. You know, because he's talking about brothers highly respect people, you Mm -hmm. know, and... Over you and the Lord. Yeah, over you and the Lord. Yeah. Language like that and... You know, telling people who are younger to be subject to their elders and stuff like that. But that is not indication that these people who are, you know, elders in the church and leaders or father figures or whatever the case may be, are in any way uh, spiritually over you. Mm. You know, they may have more knowledge than you. They may they may have more experience than Mm. you, but it doesn't mean that they're spiritually First of all, like um, an authority standpoint yeah, from yeah. like authority, like because if you look at first Peter five, one, mm. likewise, you who are younger, be subject to the elders like that's that's a message for young people to, hey, like respect your elders. Yeah. You know, and then at the same time, though, it says clothe yourselves, all of you with humility toward one another. Exactly. So So it applies to both mm -hmm. elders and young people submit to one another. Right. And it's from a humility standpoint, not necessarily like everything they tell you to do, do it. Yeah. That kind of thing. Because that's that's how it gets twisted. Mm. And we'll see that when we start talking about like some of the signs or whatever to be aware of. But it's Mm -hmm. like these people become authorities over the congregation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I tell you to do this, you better do it kind of thing. Not like. It's not about humility, like, that's being referenced in this scripture right here. Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned, like, uh, stuff that we should be aware of. Like, I guess now, guys, we're going to we're gonna read off a few things um, that maybe, I guess you can say, indications mm-hmm. uh, and signs that you should be cautious of um, that may point to this covering uh, false doctrine, the shepherding movement false doctrine, Uh, being present somewhere so the first thing is that like followers in a body of believers they can't make any major life or personal decisions without the input knowledge or endorsement of their spiritual covering right another one is 
approval from your human spiritual covering is more important than approval from God or from God's word. So you'll mm. you'll take that person's opinion or instruction over what the word says. Wow. Approval from your human spiritual covering is also believed to be equivalent to being approved by God. Therefore, if your spiritual covering does not approve, it is presumed that God does not also approve. Or if your spiritual covering does approve, then it means that God also approves. So mm-hmm. it puts them in this intimacy with God that it mm-hmm. seemingly isn't available to you or wow. is only available to you through them. Through them. Which yeah. is totally unbiblical. Yeah. And you even might hear them say things like, you know, well, God tells your pastor first. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Another one is followers must have unquestioned loyalty and obedience to one's spiritual covering. The doctrines or teachings by the spiritual covering cannot be questioned or challenged by anyone, whether they are leadership or just lay people. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. That's like a, that's pride and stubbornness, all kind of stuff that's afflicting somebody Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. followers have an obligation to confess sins and problems to their spiritual coverings accountability partners or shepherds so again it's like this weird uh it's it's almost like a fear-mongering like you you must do this or else you know Mm your covering said so type of thing wow this one we kind of already touched on but Biblical and spiritual knowledge and revelation only flows downwards from the spiritual covering to the followers. Wow. The spiritual covering is seen as the source through which all spiritual revelation flows. Therefore, without the revelation and protection of your human spiritual covering, you are deemed to be lost or in rebellion. Yeah. Or unprotected or something. Yeah. yeah. There is legalism, manipulation, intimidation, fear, and coercive control by leadership over the members. The followers are taught to be spiritually, psychologically, and practically dependent on their spiritual covering. That is like super insidious. That's scary, man. Yeah, that's some scary stuff. Mm. There is total dependence by the followers for their spiritual coverings, approval, and endorsement. Wow. So it's like... You're not doing anything unless you get their stamp on it. You know, that might be vacations. That might be ministry outside the church. That might be this job or like whatever you got going on outside. It goes through them. Wow. Okay. Sheesh. Uh, There's information control. Followers are prohibited from information or literature that is likely to free them from deception or from discovering the truth. Mm. Wow. It lends itself to one of the other bullets we mentioned. But like if there is someone who wanted to challenge the leadership, they're going to be so resistant to it because they don't want the congregation or anybody else to like receive true information or any kind of literature that's going to point them to the truth and stuff like that. Another one. Anyone who disagrees with their spiritual covering can be subjected to humiliation or expulsion for questioning the leadership or its teachings. Wow. So, like, if you say something. Yeah, you out of here. You out of here. I heard, yeah. about, or, I heard about that stuff. Or you'll be stood up in front of everybody mm-hmm. to be publicly embarrassed. Mm. But it's not as if you did something wrong. Yeah. It's because you questioned something. Right, because there is okay. like, you know, like this public rebuke that happens in the Bible. Yeah. But it's the result of sin, not the result of you just questioning. 
you mm-hmm. know, or challenging or disagreeing or disagreeing. Yeah. Yeah. So this is Oof. last one. So, uh, and I'm sure there are more, um, but this is just a, a quick list that we mm-hmm. wanted to get across. So the last one, anyone who questions or does not conform to the standards of this human spiritual covering is categorized as being rebellious or unsubmissive. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So you, you guys, you know, you should get the idea here. Um, but it's this idea of like, you know, one person, being manipulative and controlling yeah deceiving a mass of people you know into thinking that they are the source yeah of of their spiritual well-being when that is totally ob- obviously but again right mm-hmm. this stuff is so tricky yeah and deceptive that it it can come across that it's not as obvious but right. Christ is the person that this person's kind of claiming to be Yikes. What is the right teaching then? Yeah, man. We don't need a covering. Christ is our covering. And there are like various scriptures that back this up and prove it if you need to be, you know, doctrinally sound about it. But I guess generally a fundamental of our faith is that Christ has covered everything that we need. Yeah. Like he has more than covered it. We don't need a covering we need like more we need more than that almost you know like in the old testament uh like the sacrifices and the blood of like bulls and goats and stuff was like a covering for sin Mm -hmm. it didn't take away the sin and christ he it it says in scripture that here here he comes to take away the sin so like the the idea of a covering is it's almost like what are you what are you covering Mm mm-hmm are you covering my sin? Are you covering? What are you covering exactly? Yeah. That's uh, right. And then <laughs> the idea of you being protected mm. from the enemy. Yeah. Psalm five and twelve. Yeah. For you bless the righteous, O Lord. You cover him with favor as with a shield. Psalm twenty-eight and seven. Mm. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts, and I am helped. My heart exalts, and with my song I give thanks to him. But he's the protection. What's the other one? Psalm 91.2 says, I will say of the Lord, you are my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Right. You know, Psalm uh, 46.1, it says, God is our shelter and strength, mm-hmm. always ready to help in times of trouble. Yeah. There isn't one man on earth that can satisfy any of that. Yeah. No man can be your fortress or your spiritual covering or shelter or refuge. Like when we read these words, they, you gotta, you know, create some imagery and and understand what, what is Mm -hmm. the impact and the magnitude of what's being said by David in these things. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking even about like Psalm 91 that you just read. Mm Mm-hmm. It says, he is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in whom I trust. And yeah. like with the covering doctrine, we're not trusting in God. We're trusting in the covering. Yeah. We're trusting in the man. Wow. We're trusting, you know, we're trusting in the leader who prays for us, right? Yeah. Like there's nothing wrong with your leader praying for you. No. But your trust has to be not even in that leader's prayer, but God. Yes. It has to be in God. The will of the Father. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. And it's like this idea of exalting 
the this person to authorize and validate you mm. to you know do things yeah. in life where it's like the lord said he is going to direct your path right you know yeah. not a not a person right you oh, man yeah hmm all right uh, so <laughs> yeah i mean you you we just want to get across that we have this uh we have an eternal covering you yeah. know in christ and we don't need a man to do this right and i think another thing about these types of leaders is that like you know they they do seek like uh follow followers they want mm -hmm. people under them you know yeah. to be they want to be this covering and stuff like that yeah and it just reminded me of uh matthew twenty three fifteen, where jesus is like woe to you scribes and pharisees hypocrites for you travel land and sea to win one proselyte and when he is one you make him twice as much a son of hell as yourselves and it's like you want these people to convert and teach and to have them follow you. And the whole time um, you're keeping them from knowing God and entering the kingdom. And and, it, and the scripture says here that you're making them worse off than yourselves. Mm -hmm. It reminds me of Acts chapter 20 and 30 uh, where they were warning against like people who would distort the truth in order to draw disciples for mm -hmm. themselves yeah they would really enforce these false teachings or whatever in order just to see how many disciples can i get for me wow you know what i'm saying <sighs> this is you know the tip of the iceberg i mean the the list that we read isn't isn't to say like uh it's this definitive list or like it's not an if then if like if you got one of these then this is what's going on we're right, not right, uh -huh. we're not trying to fall into that that's not what we're saying but um it is a word of caution yeah as the episode is titled and just want people to know that like like marcus said like and like the scripture says this stuff is out there yeah yep. and it's real and like we've been warned in it in scripture mm -hmm. and we can any any of us can fall victim to it yeah and be led astray right Mm -hmm. and just want to reemphasize like we don't do this to like this is hard this is a hard yeah, thing is, to even do like for us because like we understand like what this can lead to mm -hmm. you know like you might hear this and you know feel some type of way you know i'm not even going to go into the different ways that this can make you feel but like yeah. we do this just out of love and just to further understanding like we said, it is a word mm -hmm. of caution and just don't let this type of thing get in the way of your relationship with God. Yeah. Like that's what ultimately matters. That's exactly. the ultimate reason we're doing this. It's like, cause these things are interferences. Yep. You know, your obedience, our obedience should be to God and not to men. Yeah. Like, obey the spirit. Right. Obey the spirit, obey the spirit, not man. And like, yeah fear god not man like yeah. you shouldn't have any kind of all all this this type of doctrine i've never like i could imagine that you would be fearful of the ridicule that mm -hmm. may come from this person this covering or you know not not meeting their approval yeah. you know and, and paul is like mm -hmm. do do you think that i seek the approval of men right i seek the approval of god like yeah. and uh and it's just like like me personally, I've run into situations where I've seen mm. people be fearful of the pastor and yeah. for for stuff that 
just had nothing to do with their relationship with God. Right. Like not wanting to walk down the aisle when the pastor is preaching. Mm-hmm. Someone recently was scared to do that. Mm. Their their clothing item was at their seat. They mm-hmm. had walked out and mm-hmm. forgot it. And then I'm standing at the back and they're like, I can't walk down there because the pastor's preaching. Yeah. I can't do that, Jason. And I said, but you're going to stand here with your, you got heels on. You're going to stand and you're, you're twitching like your feet are hurting. Yeah. You're going to stand here and, and because of what? I'm yeah. like, who, who told you that? I was like, why do you think that? Yeah. And there was, obviously there was no response. It was just like, this is what. You know, and this is how, like, insidious this false doctrine, these kind of false doctrines can be. Yeah. Like, Like, so I just walked down there and got the item and came back. Right. It's like. What scripture did you go against to do that? Yeah. (laughs) Is God, like, first of all, am I gaining the favor of God by not walking down? Or am I losing the favor of God by walking down? Right. Who, who is, who who set this up? Who set that up? Yeah. Doctrines, doctrines of men. Doctrines of men. Doctrines dude. of men. Yeah. And so we're gonna cover more of them when we um, are led to. We don't want to, yeah. because this is one of those things where we don't want to get uh, caught up in like negativity at all. You know, and be f- and and don't want to come across like we're trying to accuse people again. Yeah. Like it's right. the doctrines that are the issue. Right. And the whole point is to see that you are more free yes than these things yes. you like like we are so much more free oh than these God. things yes you know like we talked about we already talked about tithing like you're you're free yeah you're free like this covering thing you are free you don't you don't have to have a covering you're free to yeah. to access god yourself yes yes you know sir. because you are in christ yes he sir. is the mediary there you don't need another mediary yes. like we haven't talked about like catholicism at all but like that presents this idea that you need a man in the middle wow you know and you do not that is what the gospel teaches you don't need a man in the middle no you just need christ that's it and now you have access to god and christ is your covering the bible teaches us that like we don't have to we're introducing more things that 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 (laughs) shackle us yes sir you know Prevent uh, us from entering the kingdom is what Jesus yes, said. Yes, yeah, yeah. And see, like, here's the thing: I would run into people, and they could tell me everything that their pastor said, mm-hmm. but couldn't tell me what Christ said. Mm. And that's a problem. It is because you know the commands of a man, mm-hmm. but you don't know the commands of your Lord and Savior. Mm. Who and has so, all authority? He's the he authority. Has all authority. He's the authority. My goodness. So my goodness. All right. Yep. We gotta wrap this one up. Yeah. <laughs> we just hope that this was like informative and mm-hmm. you know helpful, and that ultimately, if you are or have been subject to anything like this, that it frees you. Absolutely. Yeah. Christ right. is able. All right. All right. Later. Later. Thank you guys for checking out this episode of the Word in the World podcast. We hope you guys enjoyed it. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe, and repost with the hashtag, the Word X the World podcast. Also, we'd love to hear from you, so please send your questions, comments, praise reports, and testimonies, basically any and everything. We just want to talk to you guys. Send everything to contact us at thewordxtheworld.com. Have a great week, and be sure to check out next week's episode. Peace.